You're listening to the Sports Moment. February 26th, 2024. Part of the Sports Moments and Memories with Craig Olson podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe so you never miss a sports moment. Sponsored by Pemberton Law. And Lake Area Docks and Lifts. The high school girls basketball playoffs got underway last night with play-in games in Section 6A. Let's check the scoreboard and set you up for Thursday's round of competition in the section. Last night in the north half of the section, Lake Park Audubon eliminated Henning 65-54. And Battle Lake got behind 14 to nothing against Norman County East Eulen Hitterdahl. But the Battlers rallied behind 28 points from Kennedy Cameron, and they beat the Titans 61-58. In the south half of the section, Parker's Prairie eliminated Ashby 66-39, and Benson knocked off Ortonville 72-30. So that sets up the Thursday matchups in Section 6A, as Lake Park Audubon will now face top-seeded Park Christian, in the north half in the opening round of the playoffs. And Battle Lake will go up against second-seeded Underwood. Those games at 7 o'clock in Moorhead and in Underwood, respectively. New York Mills is at Ada Borup West and Rotsay at Hillcrest in the other games in the north. And in the south half, the win by Benson puts them up against top-seeded Hancock in the south while uh, Parker's Prairie, off their victory over Ashby, will take on number two seed Breckenridge. The other first-round games on Thursday night have Wheaton-Herman-Norcross playing at Brandon-Evansville and Clinton-Graceville-Beardsley going to West Central area. So that's the way the Section 6A girls' first-round pairings have uh, shaken out after last night's play-in games. Now, there were some boys' basketball regular season games last night. This is the last week of the regular season in boys' basketball. And the Otters were in St. Cloud for a Central Lakes Conference matchup with the St. Cloud Tech Tigers. And Fergus Falls built a 15-point lead in the second half of that game. But Tech kept whittling away. They got to within two. The Otters pulled back up by nine. And then Tech took the lead late in the game, and they held on for a 65-62 victory over the Otters. Cameron Ferguson is the leading scorer in the state of Minnesota in high school boys basketball. He averages 36 points a game. Well, last night against the Otters, he did five better. He had 41 points to lead them to the victory. Other boys' action last night, Battle Lake defeated Lake Park Audubon 65-61. It was East Grand Forks 83, Breckenridge 63, Browerville top Parker's Prairie 64-60, Park Christian School over Underwood 79-50, West Central Area keeps rolling, they defeated Hancock 81-49, Barnesville top Border West 82-72, and Purim won 76-61 over Thief River Falls last night. You know, Pemberton Law Firm carries a legacy of trustworthy and reputable legal representation dating back to 1883, and they serve you from locations in Fergus Falls, Wadena, Detroit Lakes, and Alexandria, as well as online at pemlaw.com. 
And Lake Area Docks and Lifts serves you from five different locations across Lakes Area. They're excited for summer fun, and they know you are too at Lake Area Docks and Lifts. Well, the high school baseball season is a ways off, but the community college baseball season is underway. Grant Harding had his Spartan baseball team in Moorhead for a doubleheader against the Concordia JV team yesterday. And the two teams split. Spartans lost 8-5 and won 8-4 in their two games. And I had an opportunity to visit with Coach Harding about the early season baseball and their upcoming Florida trip. Oh, it's been great. We've been in the parking lot a little bit and, you know, not to be cooped up in the gym and our gym is not the biggest one in the area. So we, we make what we can do inside. We make it work, but God, it's been great to get outside and then actually go and compete yesterday was, was an awesome feeling. And you split your two games with Concordia College at JV and uh, what did you like about the first day other than just being out there and, and playing? Uh, what what did you see that was promising from your guys? Well, we had, we had a lot of a lot of bright spots and a lot of good things happening. Um, you know, I thought our defense was was really, really good. Um, one error in the first game on a soft outfield track and, you know, that you don't get a natural hop on was our only error in the first game. So I thought our defense was really, really solid all day, really, as we only we had two errors in the second game. We'd like to cut that down. But, um, you know, I thought our defense all day was really solid, and I thought we pitched, you know, really well, I thought, um, for being first time against guys of a different colored jersey. And, you know, offensively, we, we did some good things. We got a long ways to go offensively, I think. But, you know, for for first couple games, we're way ahead of where we've been in the past. Yeah, I was looking at your roster, and I talked to some of your guys over the, the winter who were working the concessions at the baseball game and asked about your pitching. And uh, one of the guys said, I think everybody pitches. And on your roster, I see your positions you have listed. I think 14 of the 16 guys are listed as, as a pitching experience. So uh, it looks like you have some options. Yeah, and, you know, when you only got 16 and you're going to play uh, over 40, 45-plus games, you got to have some guys that can pitch. So, um, yeah, we've got we've got 14 guys that, that will probably tow it this year, and, you know, we're excited about the depth we have there, and that allows us to play the schedule we have. And hopefully all those games get in this year because last year was just <laughs> – had to be so hard for your guys last year. Yeah, last year was tough, but Craig, we led the uh, Central Division in games played with 30 until the playoffs. So, you know, to get 30 games in last year was uh, a lot of hard work and moving things around, but it just kind of shows that uh, we're willing to do the extra things to, to get the games in. And, you know, I'm excited for a little better weather this year and, and to see how we can do. Yeah, most of those games are not played in ideal baseball conditions, I would guess. But maybe we're in for a better uh, stretch here this year. Uh, Grant, you've got a young team. You've got mostly freshmen on this roster, and that's uh, kind of a good news, bad news thing, right? Yeah, it, it, it changes 
the culture a little bit when you get all guys who haven't seen college pitching consistently. But, you know, I, I think we've got some really talented guys in this class and a lot of guys from uh, the area, and we're excited about the, the new faces we have. And now you get to take this uh, group to Florida for uh, a little over a week to play some baseball in the sunshine. Uh, tell us about your trip that's coming up and, and what you look to accomplish uh, during that set of games. Yep, we're going to play eight games in seven days, so it'll be a test on uh, arms and conditioning a little bit. Guys will have to pitch and and then go play a position uh, shortly thereafter. And, um, you know, out of those eight games, I think uh, six of them are nine-inning games, which makes it even a little more challenging. So guys will guys will get to see what it's like to be a pro player a little bit, playing every day. And, um, you know, when we go down there, we want to be able to compete. Um, I like our schedule this year. I feel like we can go down there and play with the teams we have on the schedule. And, and we're going to go down there and just try to get better and, and continue to grow and learn the game. Well, and of course, it's an opportunity for you as coaches to learn what you have and what kind of flexibility you're going to have lineup-wise and all that. But also, Grant, maybe is equally as important is this a great bonding time away from the baseball field. These guys spend a lot of time together traveling, uh, eating out, just uh, downtime together. So uh, it's important to have a, a good stretch there to kind of get this uh, team camaraderie going, too. Yeah, and I think we always have a close-knit bunch, and the trip always uh, kind of creates even closer bond. But, uh, you know, I think being here and being in the dorms and uh, campus life, our guys are a pretty tight-knit bunch already. And But I, I do think going down there strengthens it a lot. We're all in one house, all 16 of us in one house for 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 a week you kind of get to know the guys even better and it's a great experience and probably the best part of the highlight of the year for most guys and a good recruiting tool for you right absolutely <laughs> to be able to tell people that we're flying to florida every year and just go with the show that we're going to get games in and you know we want area guys to to look at look to us to be a place to go Sounds good, Grant. I appreciate your time today. Good to have a couple of games under your belt before you go to Florida, and we'll hope that when you get back from Florida, the weather will still be holding and you'll be able to get your season rolling on schedule. Yeah, we're excited. We're looking forward to it, and thanks for having me on, Craig. Grant Harding, head coach of the Spartan baseball team. They'll be uh, in Florida for competition here in March, and then uh, hopefully the, the spring continues to be an early arrival and they can get their season rolling last year it took them forever to get onto their home field and get some games in uh, around the area so let's hope this year is better for those players and those teams in the uh, minnesota community college athletic conference and the minnesota twins speaking of baseball made a trade yesterday as they have landed right-hand hitting outfielder manuel margot from the la dodgers Margot comes along with Rain Donson, a shortstop prospect in the Dodger organization. For Minnesota Twins shortstop prospect Noah Miller, Dodgers are also sending some money to help pay for Margot's contract. He has two years on his contract, $10 million contract this year, 
12 million next year with a $2 million buyout. So the twins, that's a club option. They will have the option of keeping him after this year or releasing him for the $2 million buyout. Rocco Baldelli says that Margot is a guy that can complement you very well against left-handed pitching. He helps you in the middle of the field defensively, and he's the kind of player that adds great character to your team off the field and in the clubhouse. Twins lost to the Yankees yesterday, 9-2 in preseason ball. There are 30 days remaining before opening day of the regular season in Major League Baseball. Thanks for joining us for our podcast today. Hope you'll come back again tomorrow. You've been listening to The Sports Moment with Craig Olson. Sponsored by Pemberton Law and Lake Area Docks and Lifts. Produced by Sunroom Lab. Music by Blue Red Roses. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And thanks for listening.